This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss read Marnie early in this video he's done his dash the only chance I pick him up next year is if he's a cash cow and the way he's going there's a good chance he's a 35 point cash cow so Reedy sorry for anyone who picked him up five or six weeks ago and had a nice run with him I've absolutely cursed him for you so the amount of 40s in these three games just was absolutely killer Anywho, we'll start with a nice one in the Sharks v Titans and a pretty average game from the Sharks again. They just haven't got it all together at the moment, but you know, with Finucane coming back now, I think that's really going to help them through the middle and, and their organisation and leadership there. So they should start improving. Yeah, when they were playing amazing at the start of the year, that was when Finucane was there. He's been in and out pretty well since like round five. So Nico Hines, welcome back to him at 83. If you captained him, well done. We would have liked this last week, Nico, but yeah, 61 wasn't terrible. I just got involved in everything. The try assist, three goals as well. Had a, had a great game. Tino there was 64, was lovely, with uh, Blake Braley as well. Tino was actually um, increasing his average very you know, very quickly here the last you know, month or so. A bunch of really high scores and just, just big points through the middle there with, with 53 in base to go along with a few, uh, a few offloads and a couple of tackle breaks there. But uh, definitely someone, you, if you want to look at, it'd have to be after... Round 17, but I don't think he's going to be of too much interest anyway. Blakey Braley with 59 there. Had a nice try for anyone who picked him up. You <laughs> did better than Reedy, that's for sure, with, with Blake there. Both for more, if he's still holding him, he had a nice game. I think he's going to be a trade, obviously, fairly soon, considering they don't play in 17. If you still own him, there's still 4% that do. Moylan had a, a solid game again. A couple of back-to-back decent games for him. Fodder Wakers in there as well. In terms of other guys that are of interest here, Cam McInnes is, is my worry there. The 50 minutes this week, you know, considering he'd been playing the low 60s in the previous ones, we spoke about him as being a really you know, high-level pick this week, and and the minutes was really down. And surprising, you know, that that they are down that low, with 
what he's been playing the last bunch of weeks. I don't know how much you know, Finucane on the bench should change that when, when he's not playing huge minutes himself. So, yeah, very frustrating. The PPM a little bit down just with the no attacking stats this week and, and tackles only being at the 30 mark. But again, the 50 minutes is the main issue there. Let's hope that that it goes back to normal as of next week. So it was just like a just a rotational thing this week and we'll go from there. But yeah, very frustrating for that one. So he starts, he kicks off the 40 bandwagon there. McIntyre, 36, for anyone who picked him up, he's going to yeah, continue to make a little bit of cash there. Paulie Turner had a, a nice game, obviously off with um, with 13 minutes remaining there, the 289k. He was he was doing really well in terms of his points. He had three turnover tackles early in the game, which helped him out and uh, just picked up a bunch of missed tackles near the end. So that was him. We had Talakai with a 27, very frustrating as well for him. For those, you know, there was a bunch of people that were looking to pick him up as a keeper there. And he just looks like definitely he's going to be one of those guys going to be up and down in his scoring over the over the season there. And Sexton back to a 14 for him. So we knew the score was in him for sure. And, and unfortunately, it came out this week. And Malatalo, who a few people were picking up as a great option too. Obviously, that left side just didn't get involved too much. And 117 metres for, for him and 145 for Talakai. The six tackle breaks, but but no attacking stats at all down that left this week. You know, Finucane, we spoke about, was playing 39 minutes, so... It's not like it's out of this world for a bench forward to, to be playing that many minutes. So, yeah, interesting why Mikitas was only 50 there. Okay, we go to the Panthers-Warriors. This was a very expected outcome, the 40-6 to six there, and led by King Cleary with the 78. So if you captained him, awesome work, happy days, and yeah, definitely clearly the, the best option in the game still, the best captaincy option, the best half, and yeah, with a few guys closer to him in the DCEs and Munsters and stuff like that. So Cleary did everything, got the two tries, plenty of run metres, Kickman is a little bit down compared to normal, but they were obviously making plenty of metres through the middle and uh, on the edges there. Isaiah Yo, well done. If you still own him, the 77 with the try, just got the you know, 59 in base, was incredible. And will definitely be an option come the back end of the year. He's averaging 60. So anyone that's around that mark, we definitely need to speak of them as a high-level option. Obviously, him not playing, you know, not backing up in round 14 is, is a worry for round 18 as well. But we'll... Uh, We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And look to him in maybe 1920 as, as a nice uh, potential under 800k, maybe. He'll obviously be pretty close to that number, but we'll see how he goes over the next few weeks if he potentially plays limited minutes in around, in around 18. We'll go from there. Coruscant and Edwards, 62 and 61. Yeah, finally, the Coruscant owners got a decent game out of him, like over 40 anyway. The 68 minutes was nice, and he did exactly what he needed to do with a couple of trices and, you know, did the two... Missed tackles for his 47. Edwards, a nice one for anyone that picked him up. I know there's not a heap. The 6.3% isn't a lot owned in the top 5,000, but he had a, a lovely game, obviously, as well, with the line break, the try, and the try saver. Finally, here we go. We've got a Walshie game, and very exciting that you could get a 60 out of Walshie in this kind of game when they only you know, only got the one try. He was obviously the, you know, facilitated that, that, line, uh, that, that try assist, sorry. Uh, but picked up a line break as well. Kicked his goal, obviously, you know, a few turnover tackles, the run meters, the kick meters as well, forced dropouts. He was in everything that, that they could you know, drum up, which was, which was really nice and, and definitely shows that he could be that cut price option. And, and for him to do it against this team, if he can do it next week as well, I think we can you know, make that decision that he, he probably is that, that cut price option that we, we may need in the wing fullback, along with someone like To'o, who thankfully, got a, 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 for anyone who picked him up, got a nice try at the end to, to solidify that 50 for him. But Crichton was 54, was, uh, was solid as well. Anyone who owns him, great great opportunity to hold him through this week and potentially trade him the following. Or in 17, Joshy Curran picked up that try at the end, which was nice. Only the 48 run metres for him on that edge. Obviously not good enough. 
but he'll uh, he'll increase from that and won't really be losing much in terms of cash there. Taylor May with the fifty one for him. So if you held on all the way through here, you uh you got you, you lucked out. You did really well with him. You got the try. You got the try saver. Plenty of run meters. Plenty of uh, tackle breaks there. So what well on to Taylor owners? Yeah, we spoke about Toto. The run meters was there. Was great and got those two tries. And that's going to be. Not standard, but against the lesser teams, he's going to be scoring those tries. But surprisingly, the, the lack of offloads and tackle breaks was the only thing that stopped him from getting a 65-70. So the good thing with Toa, he can do it in two ways. He can do it in scoring tries. He can also do it through tackle breaks and offloads. And, and this week was the tries, and, and that'll change week to week. In terms of down the line there, we've got Torhul Harris, who was actually you know on a pretty solid game. If he was playing the 80 minutes, we we're looking at a low 50s there for sure. And unfortunately, you know, got taken off uh, with 13 to go. And the 43 points. So very frustrating at the moment. Remember, we do have him at 624 now. So if you if you own him now, you're getting you're pricing him in that near around that 43, 44 mark. And at a minimum, this is the, this is what we need. But we obviously have bought him to be getting in the 50s, and unfortunately, it's not happening at the moment. And we'll see what happens when they have a game that's a little bit closer, hopefully, and and they can have like a 24 to 18 game or something like that. It's just the amount of points in these games is just stopping the amount of tackles that he's going to get. So. Unless things change, it's going to be a bit of a worry for Tohu going forward. And he's definitely not a trade-out, but it's a frustrating one. You know, it's not too much we can do at the moment, I don't think, anyway, personally. Volkman got the 32, so if you picked him up, I think the tackling was the biggest part for him. Obviously, there wasn't a lot else going on. Had the one tackle break, had the one offload, and the forced, tackle, uh, forced you know, turnover tackle. But, yeah, 36 run metres, 38 kick metres, not ideal. We'll see what happens with Johnson. There's some, talk, there's some chatter around him not getting picked, so... Potentially Volkman could you know, run the team around a little bit. Not that that's you know, going to help them too much, but you know, I don't know why you would you know, look to move on from Johnson. But yeah, it's obviously tough times in in, in, in the Warriors camp. And you know, who do you who do you change? What do you what do you do? You obviously have to do something. Uh, but is that the right move? I'm not sure. Luai 31, Egan 30, so a low one from him. Tungo with the 24. So if you hold on to him, I'm sorry for steering you that way. He was the only person in the back line that didn't get. Any attacking stats, you know, not even a tackle break or an offload there. Just a 23 in base, end up 24 points. Like, no negatives at all and still only got the 24. So it's time to move on from Tango. He's clearly not a keeper. He was dominating at the start of the year and then he's fallen away from there. So, yeah, time to move him on. Let's, yeah, unfortunately, if you played him, I'm sorry. Let's move on from that one. Ugh. Don't even want to talk about this game. There's a, there's a couple of, <laughs> there's a couple of, it's so frustrating. There's a couple of nice ones in there, but plenty of bad as well. Yeah, Lindsay Collins there with a with a big big game, forty seven tackles, 110 run meters there, uh, and five tackle breaks. Just the one negative there for sixty six for him. Takaaho as well with the big minutes. So <clears throat> they had to cover for Butcher, obviously, who we'll speak about and, and we are sad about, who unfortunately got the twelve points. But these guys had to step up and they and they did so accordingly. For anyone who picked up Siwa uh, a bunch of a bunch of weeks ago, he. It's been doing really well. Obviously, really, really lowly owned uh, and up to a 48 average from a, a pretty low one at the beginning of the year. Uh, Sueli'i had a, a lovely game with 60 there with two tries, with three line breaks, 10 tackle breaks was, was spectacular, even in a losing side. So he's definitely a star and is going to improve week to week. And, and at 378k, you're getting that up and down. You're getting the 60, you're getting the 10, which is an issue at the moment. We need to see a little bit more consistency. Obviously, you know, someone like Manu has that consistency. His bad games are at 2830 in the centers, and then his great games are 60 to 80, which, you know, Sueli has, you know, pretty close to that top right now, but just has a much lower floor at the moment. Marty there was 59, so yeah, to have this kind of game where you have, obviously, three line breaks, this is lovely, 
to um to a to a little there, but the the one try assist, but he's got the twenty five tackles for four misses, so plus seventeen on that side of the ball. The three offloads of four tackle breaks and the ninety five meters. So to not even get cracked the hundred meters and have fifty nine points, this is the type of player that you're looking for to build around. You've got the force drop out, you've got a couple of kick defusals as well. This is uh the consistency is what I'm talking about that we're that we're looking for. And he's priced just under fifty at the moment. So we do need him to be scoring up near that near that mark. You know, on a regular basis, especially when he's hitting 31s in the other week. So great week for Manu. Don't rush to buy him, but just um, appreciate what you want and need in the center position. Madison, so back to 61 minutes and just under a 1 PPM this time. You know, the, the tacking stats weren't there, but the five offloads and the 47 in base was was killer for him. Did really, really well. Tupanur with another try. We had Shawnee Lane with another great game of 56 for him. Two try assists was, uh, was terrific. Uh, Joseph uh, Paolo there with 55 in his 59 minutes. So he had a really big game. The 229 metres really you know, helped them get over the line here. Moses with 54 was solid and you know, did his job without doing anything really spectacular. Just you know, ran the team around and, and got the win, which was good. Penasini, if you're owning him, he's so fun to own. Up over a 40 average now in, in the four, four offloads, three tackle breaks, 26 tackles for one miss is incredible. They obviously you know, put a bit of traffic his and Moses' way, and only the 87 metres again to get over 54 points. This is what you're looking for in a keeper centre. So, Penasini, you might end up being a, a full-term keeper, which is great. It might help my team out, that's for sure, even if he's not playing. Um, sorry, with him playing in 17, he's going to play the rest of the year now. So, holding him through 13 was the way to go. Angus Crichton with 52, so it was okay. I'm not going to you know, get angry at him. Who I am going to get angry at is probably We picked up a line break and a try. I picked him up in my team this week, spent all that extra cash on him, and then he gets a 49. My, I'm, I'm definitely cursed. Apart from Penasini, I'm cursed with, with Eels players this year. Sorry, again, for putting the mocker on, on Papali'i. Obviously, through the middle, is just not as good at the moment. The scoring's not there, and, and the run meters is, is less than what he gets on the edge, surprisingly. Uh, so, yeah, the 26 tackles, 77 run meters, and you're missing five. It's uh, you know, 33 in base and you know, 23 in base in total there is not enough for him and it needs to bump that up. So tough game, 50 and a 49 the last couple of weeks. He'll lose a fair bit of cash. So if you don't own him still, there's not many of us. Uh, well, I own him now. Not many people, but I need to go into that quick smart. Uh, Gutho, 43. Reedy, 42. Ugh, I'm not going to talk about it. Teddy, 42 as well. So he was okay. He just needed the attacking stats there. The three offloads, six tackle breaks. Run meters was down a bit too, strangely. Dylan Brown as well, so definitely cursed in this game, as I was saying. Uh, got the line break and the try as well. Six missed tackles for him, weird. Uh, only 100 metres, little bit of kicking, just just not his game. We need him to get back up to you know, mid-20s in the tackles. Obviously, if he actually made his tackles, he would be there. And you know, running for 150 is the ideal there. And uh, obviously, some attacking stats like he did is good. But yeah, for, to, be, to score in the seventh minute and then end up with 41 in the 80 minutes in a game you win, ugh, not enough. Can you tell I'm not happy? <laughs> Tupo, 24. Baker, 20, if you still on him, needs to, he needs to get rid of. Um, and then Butcher. We'll speak about him through the week. But just, yeah, don't want to talk about it too much. But the 12, I'm obviously upset with. Uh, head-to-head squad, very happy after, <laughs> after him getting the 69 last week in the 80 minutes to then come back and, and miss this game with only 12. So that's that, guys. So I uh, hope you enjoyed that video. You got to laugh at me, one of the, one of the two things. Uh, please like, subscribe. Appreciate all you all for being here. And we'll catch you in the next few videos, guys. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.